guys and welcome back to same frequency i'm hannah and welcome to the solo episodes um i know you guys are probably expecting to see gary this week but i'm back gary's like traveling at the moment so she won't be able to properly film and sit down an episode um until she's back in bahrain and that will probably be when we are both able to film together which is great which should be soon it's almost going to be the start of school in two weeks which is kind of terrifying to think of but I'm also looking forward to the school to this new academic year and looking forward to I don't know I'm mainly looking forward to seeing my friends and I feel like I do like student life in terms of the a lot of the social aspects. And I also like, um, the great thing about A-levels is hopefully you're taking the subjects that you've chosen. So all of the subjects I'm taking are typically subjects that hopefully I'll enjoy. Um... So I'm excited about that. Otherwise, it's still summer holidays. Um, I have two weeks left and yeah. (laughs) So this episode, I kind of wanted to talk about this thing called like different person, same font. I'll get onto that later. First, I'm going to talk about books and kind of TV shows so last time i saw you i had just finished the summer i turned pretty this week i've just finished a book by one of my favorite kind of thriller authors karen m mcmanus called um nothing more to tell and it's about this girl called bryn i think it's like a true crime network that she's working at or interning for and the reason why she really wants to work there kind of her motive that's a pun if you've read the book you'll understand um is that she has this story that at her school one of her favorite teachers died and like nobody knows why so Bryn tries to solve the mystery didn't like the way the book ended I feel like it needs a sequel but overall i think out of all of karen m mcmanus's books that she's written it's definitely one of my favorites had a lot of like twists and turns and yeah so definitely give that a read if you're into kind of true crime or thriller or mystery books Or if you're not and you kind of want to dip your toe into the true crime thriller genre, Nothing More to Tell by Karen M. McManus is the one for you. Other books that, if you're thinking about kind of getting into that genre, probably A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I just got the sequel for that like a couple of weeks ago and I need to read it. I think I'm currently reading a book called Ready or Not. I don't know. It's like about this game of like teenagers at a summer holiday house and they're playing hide and seek. But one of them 
never comes out of hiding. So she's just gone missing. So it's kind of about that. I haven't, I've only like started it last night. So I don't really know much about it, but I don't know. Let me know if you've read it. And once I finished it, I'd love to hear your thoughts. So be sure to DM the podcast Instagram if you would like. Um, what else? I finished watching, what's the name of that show? I think it's called Everything. Oh, I'm not okay. I'm, I get confused between Everything Sucks and I'm not okay. Those two titles, because I don't know, those shows give off the same vibe. I'm pretty sure they were like made in the same time. So finished, I'm not okay. It was kind of meh until the last couple of episodes. I understand why it got cancelled. I don't think that the first two episodes would have, like, intrigued people that much. Um, Yeah, sorry. One of my best friends actually really loves that show, so gotta be careful with what I say here. Another show that I finished was The Society. This is another show that I have a lot to say about. You know what? We're only like six minutes into this podcast. Let's have a little brain dump about the society. So if you don't know what the society is, it's this show. It's one of during like just before COVID in probably at the start of 2020, end of 2019, Netflix, I feel like put out a bunch of shows And they were all basically cancelled. And a lot of them are Netflix originals as well. And they were all cancelled, I don't know, due to budget cuts, whatever, due to the pandemic, like a whole bunch of stuff. Or like, I'm not okay with, I don't even know the name of the show. It's the one with like the two kids from It, okay? (laughs) And she's like, does stuff with her mind. Um, So where was I going with this? It's the society. So within the like cancelled Netflix shows, I think I always think of it as kind of like the big four because there was the society and with an E, which I love. Um, Everything sucks and I'm not okay with this or I'm not okay. Don't know the name. So that was kind of like the big four that were just cancelled. I feel like they had pretty big fan bases though. So I I also think that if they did continue, I mean, I know I just said that I didn't like that I'm not okay with this series, but I feel like definitely if it continued, I feel like it would have a very, it would get Netflix a lot of money. (laughs) Um, Everything sucks i already talked about that last week but where was i going with this the society okay so the society was a cancelled show but i feel like should definitely give it a watch it's interesting didn't like some bits but so it's basically about this um class like a year group i think it's like the senior year and then a couple of the juniors I don't know why because there's all of the seniors then there's like some of their siblings I'm not gonna get into that but anyways so it's the senior class and in this town I think it's 
called like Newham or something. I don't know. Anyways, this class, the senior class of kids in whatever place in America, they go on this school trip, but then there's this big storm that night whilst they're on the bus. I think they're going camping or something. Um, and then the they're basically like, oh, we need to turn back around because it's not safe. And then when they go back to the town, there's no one there. And it's just the teenagers. If you are planning on watching this society, um, and you don't want to, if and if you don't want spoilers, I'll put up somewhere on the screen or insert a voice clip here to tell you where to skip to. Skip to thirteen thirty-five if you want no spoilers. So one of the first issues I had with this show was so like the whole thing is that um these kids because there's no adults they basically have to create their own society hence the name they basically become a society like there's an election they have to like start farming like you know they have to start rationing because they don't know how much food they have it's a really interesting concept because they're all teenagers and it's kind of like how do teenagers like do this one big issue i had was though if they're all supposed to be teenagers and if you've watched the show they're all teenagers there they're all like oh no we're stranded here what happened to the bus drivers they were adult bus drivers were they not and the thing is this was like a whole senior class they were at least three buses and like you're telling me out of every single one of those buses not one adult came out and was like look i don't really like not one adult came off any of those buses what like i feel like and it's like they never addressed it until the last episode the last the whole time they were like oh no we're without our parents blah 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 blah. they start doing their own stuff like just a whole bunch of stuff then the last episode the very last episode of the season one they're like guys what happened to the bus drivers you're awesome And the whole season is, like, a year of their life as well. And so it's, like, it took you a year to to question where these bus drivers went. And that just makes me very annoyed. And another thing was, these kids are supposed to be the same age as me. I heard them, like, a couple of times saying, like, I'm 16, I'm 17. But there were people getting married. If it was a group of college kids or something, it would make more sense. And also, like, the way that they were handling stuff. Like, yes, there was confrontation between a lot of, like, the students and stuff. But still, the way they were handling it, it's like everyone was still calm. I was like, if my, like, class had to do that, we would be arguing the whole time. Like, we probably would have killed each other. I feel like that's very dark to say. But, yeah, no, I know it's just a TV show. (laughs) I will say this though, I feel like probably the reason it got cancelled was 
the whole point of the show was like you want to find out why these kids are in a place like that is their town but like no one is there like you want to know why that's happened you want to know where they are you want to know where have all the adults gone like why are they just stranded there but they don't like the whole time the whole show they basically just completely ignore that apart from the first couple episodes they deal with a whole bunch of other stuff that's I guess interesting but it's also kind of irrelevant like they still could have added to the whole like the backstory of how they got there and again it was only until the last couple of episodes that they started to address it again it was kind of like they started writing it and they were like wait what were we supposed to be writing about and then last two episodes roll around and they're like oh yeah oh yeah this was a show about kids going missing and like everyone in the town like it was just very all over the place it was a good show and again I feel like if Netflix continued it it definitely had a great possibility of being something amazing sorry that was a very deep deep kind of very like dramatic next thing I need to talk about which I can't believe I did not talk about last week on the podcast is the Barbie movie sorry that was very loud the Barbie movie let's do a quick spoiler free section number one I loved Margot Robbie as Barbie at first I didn't I'm gonna be honest I was one of the people who were like I don't see it I I didn't see her as Barbie at first but then I watched the movie and I was like wow she's fantastic and she she's Barbie next thing is Ryan Gosling was so funny as Ken he was amazing and I keep singing I wanna push you around will I will will I will I keep singing that which I really don't like that song after like I kind of understood the lyrics and I was like who made this song to sing to someone like that's really mean but I and I'm also thinking like did the artist of that song know that the Barbie movie was gonna use it for that to like make fun of them um I loved the actual Barbie land I feel like there is a Warner Brothers world, so I definitely feel like they should have a Barbie Land area. Don't add like a bunch of rides. Just I just want pink dream houses with a cute little cafe that I can like just walk around in. Okay, I don't want like rides and like roller coasters in the Barbie Land. No, thank you. That's no, cause no. I want, like, the Barbie dresses in Barbie Land, though. Like, a little Barbie shop. Oh, that would be amazing. I just want to go to Barbie Land. Um, I also loved all the amazing costumes. They were so good. And I feel like I loved all the Chanel outfits, too, that she wore. Um, also loved the kind of different references to the discontinued dolls I found that really funny especially because I could remember like the video girl Barbie I'm pretty sure that my cousin had one as well 
it was just amazing. I loved the... I just loved everything about the Barbie movie. I mean, there's a couple of things that I could get into, but I'm trying to do a not um, a spoiler-free section about the Barbie movie, so I'm not going to say anything until everyone has watched it. I've watched it twice. I don't think I'll watch it a third time. I'll watch it one day with my children, and, and that's it. Oh, I'll watch it a third time because I don't think all of... I don't think Gary's watched it, so I'll have to watch it a third time. I won't watch it a fourth time is what I should say. I'll Again, I'll just show it to my kids one day, and they have to love it. And if they don't, time out. So I was actually talking to my aunt and uncle. That sounds very like, they're, that sounds like they're really old, but they're not. They're, they're young. An auntie and there's no cute word for uncle. Any, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so I was talking to my auntie and uncle and because um, I had no idea what to talk about this week. And my auntie is a psychologist. And I was talking to her about the sum of the stuff that I learned in psychology. And she's like, my uncle was like, you should talk about this on your podcast. So I was like, you know what? I am. So thank you. You know who you are. So I'm going to talk about this time I did a psychology experiment at school. So at school, we did this experiment. I can't even remember what it was for. It was like at the start of year 10. Oh, it was for like, it was like a Murdoch serial position curve study. I don't know if you're a psych student. If you are a psych student, you might know what that is. It's basically this experiment where you're shown like a list of words or something or a list of items and it measures like whether you remember things at the start of the list or the end of the list um, best compared to the middle because usually no one remembers anything from the middle of the list. So that's basically what we were kind of investigating, I believe. And we did the experiment with um, this year eight class. So my group we showed them a list of, like, um, capital cities from around the world. Where else would they be? Um, And, of course, year eights being year eights, for some reason they thought, like, this was a game that they had to win. This was a psychology experiment. So we set the year eights down, and, like, the whole thing was we gave them a piece of paper, we gave them a pencil, they had to keep their hands behind their back I'm pretty sure and they will we were like you cannot touch your papers or pens whilst we show you these words okay because like the whole point is it's supposed to be from your memory right so sat them down and I was like okay I showed them the capital cities then out of the corner of my eye I see this little scrawny year eight writing these capital cities down like like he was about to like he had a gun to his head like he was writing them down so fast so I go up to him and I'm like what are you doing and he's like he just looks at me 
I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. So I take his paper and like give him a fresh one. That was, that's kind of the end of the story. But like, that just got me annoyed because like that ruined my data. My data. It, it's not going to be, what's the word? Ecologically valid. I should not forget that word. I'm taking psychology this year. So I think we should start talking about different persons, same font. So when I told my mum about this, she was like, Hannah, I don't know what that means. What is different person, same font? Different person, same font basically means, I feel like there are three categories. So you could have different person, same font. You have two different people, but they have similar energy. They give off a similar vibe. Or you could have different person, same font, different person, not person, different person, same font in terms of looks. Like the way someone looks is similar, but they're like two different people. Kind of like almost doppelgangers, but not really. Then you have different person, same font in terms of like characters from movies and TV shows. Like one character that reminds you of another character. So now that I've explained it hopefully well enough for you, let's get into it. I'm hoping you all knew what that means before, but I'm just like anticipating the other mums here. Your mums are welcome in same frequency. Everyone is welcome in same frequency. Okay, sorry for video listeners. I'm kind of holding this very, because I'm, doing the audio again on my sister's phone but i also have to look at this list that i made otherwise i won't i won't remember so let's look at the different person same font energy first so the first pair that i have is simon cowell and gordon ramsay these people definitely give off same person different font I don't like Simon Cowell. Like, what does this man even do? I don't think he sings. I don't think he acts. I don't think he even dances. I think he's a producer, but that's about it. Like, what can he do? Can he play? I'm sure he can play guitar. Maybe he can. Sorry, Simon Cowell. Um, But yeah, Simon Cowell, Gordon Ramsay definitely give off the same energy. Um, Yeah. And they both, they've both kind of done reality shows that I feel like kind of take down people's self-worth. And they've both taken down people's self-worth. So there we go. There's the first pair. Second pair is a bit more cheerful. This is Louis Partridge and Kit Connor. I mean, these people definitely give off the same energy. Kit with the, if you just look at the interviews, I mean, like, Kit in his interviews for Heartstopper, and then Louis in his interviews for Anola Holmes, the way that they speak, the way that they talk, literally the same, they give off the same energy, I feel like they're just both chill and calm, and I feel like they could be friends, and I would love to see them in a movie together, like, I was trying to think about a movie that they could be in, but honestly, I couldn't think of one, like I feel I don't know if they could be brothers because they have they don't really look alike but they have the same energy 
Last one that we have in our energy category is Adele and Millie Bobby Brown. I love Adele and I love Millie Bobby Brown. I would love to see them have a conversation because I feel like it would be the funniest thing ever. I feel like Adele and Millie Bobby Brown, they're both British. They're both just fun gals. And yeah, I feel like Millie could teach Adele a bit about Instagram Live. I just love that video of Adele on her first Instagram Live. And (laughs) I don't know, if you haven't seen it, just search up Adele Instagram Live because it's so funny. Um, let's move on to the same person, different fun looks. So first I have Amy Adams and Jenna Fisher. Um, Jenna Fisher is Pam from The Office. And in season one, there was like this episode where this girl comes to sell purses. I'm pretty sure the episode is literally called Purse Girl, or it could be season two, I can't remember. But The whole joke as well in that episode is that, oh, I forgot to mention, the purse girl is Amy Adams. (laughs) Um, But the whole joke of the thing is that the purse girl, Amy Adams, is basically like a better version of of Pam. So, yeah, I feel like The Office knew that they were the same person, different font. Amy Adams is also Ella from Ella Enchanted. Or Ella from Disenchanted. Yeah. Next one, I have another pair that are from... Well, one of them is from The Office. I have Rain Wilson and Bill Hader. So, Rain Wilson is obviously Dwight from um, The Office. And Bill Hader, you might know him from... He was in It too, and I think he was playing Richie, like the older Richie. Basically Finn Wolfhard's character from It 1, but the older version. Um, I think he's also on SNL. Um, And even, I think as an SNL skit, Bill Hader played Dwight um, in an SNL skit of The Office. So... I don't know, if you just look at their faces, it's like they're similar, but at the same time, they're not. It's kind of creepy. Next, I have this one I feel like everyone talks about. It is Emma Stone, Emma Mackey, Jamie Presley, and Margot Robbie. These people look so similar. Um, When I went to watch Cruella in cinemas once like a year ago or like two years ago, I I knew that the person playing Cruella was like one of these people. But for some reason, I thought it was Margot Robbie. And I was like, no wonder the British accent is so good because an Australian accent is basically a British accent. I don't know why I said that to myself, but like, I was like, that's Margot Robbie there she that there's the aussie come home search up the cast and i realized it was not margot robbie in fact it was emma stone and i was like oh man these people do really look similar so i feel like those four is one that people like everyone talks about i'd love 
to see them as like little women characters like something like that something where they have to where like they play sisters I just like imagine if Greta Gerwig casted them for little women I mean I love Greta Gerwig's little women from 2019 but I'm just like imagine if they were the little women just imagine now let's move on to characters this one I feel like is something that everyone has probably thought of but we have Claire Dunphy and Monica Geller this one everyone says it I feel like Claire is basically just Monica but older they're both kind of like well Claire is an actual mom I don't whether she'd be the mum friend, I don't think so. Monica, she's the mum friend, obviously, in Friends. They're both very like organized. I definitely can see them like exchanging organization tips. And they're both kind of married to like funny people. I know like Chandler's a bit more sarcastic and then like Phil is a bit more like dad joke funny but like still like the parallels people the parallels next we have on this list is ross geller and ted mosby both of these characters i don't like very much i find ted a bit more like um tolerable just because i i like how i met your mother um Ross I hate him but like they give off the same vibe like they're both kind of know-it-alls they're both just running after this one girl who so clearly doesn't love them Ross and Rachel fans I'm prepared to fight you Rachel doesn't belong with Ross and he is toxic for her she should have stayed on that plane to Paris he took Emma's chance for growing up in France last one that we have on this list is Phoebe Buffay and Gina Linetti. Um, I feel like they're different but same, which is the whole point of different person but same fun. Um, I feel like Gina is kind of like the 2010s version of Phoebe. She, they're both a little kind of... I don't know the right word, but, like, they both kind of have that kind of loopy energy. And they're both into their psychics. I feel like they also have very distinct fashion looks. Phoebe, definitely iconic with all of her outfits. And Gina always has to have, like, a classic sweater and, like, print. She always has, like, printed jeans, I feel like. And they're very... They're just very self-confident people. But yeah, I feel like Gina's the more kind of a, like like Phoebe is very caring, whereas Gina's the less caring version. Which is why it's same person, different font. Because they're a diff they're a different font of the same person. Thank you so much guys for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed. Comment below your other different person same font kind of pairings whether it's in energy whether it's in looks or characters whatever you believe (laughs) i would love to hear your thoughts on that 
Make sure to follow us on Instagram at same frequency part and also on TikTok at the same at and also subscribe to our YouTube channel same frequency part comment on the video version and also to DM us anything you want to hear about in future episodes and um please make sure if you're listening to this on apple or spotify to leave a rate and review thank you again for listening and i'll see you next week bye guys